Welcome to You Need a Therapist podcast. I'm your host, Ray. And I'm your host, Kay. Here, you can find two friends chatting away about life's ups and definitely the downs. But let me tell you now, stop putting all that weight on your friend's shoulder. You need some help. Because you're my friend, I don't mind telling you. Friend, you need a therapist. Because life is too complex for me to figure out mine on top of yours. So with that being said, let's kick off this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of You Need a Therapist podcast. What's up? What's popping? Hey, it's, it's Ray Ray. Hey, Ray Ray. How you doing, Ray Ray? Bitch, I think I done caught COVID. I'm certain you have COVID, but you seem to still be in denial. I am. <laughs> I really am. Y'all, she have all the symptoms. This I bitch do can't not taste. have all the symptoms. You we won't taste. list all my symptoms. Can you smell? I can't smell shit. You can't smell? You can't taste shit? Bitch. No. You got the sniffles? Y'all about to hear her fucking... <clears throat> <clears throat> the I'm whole goddamn sure. episode. You can hear it in the previous episode, too, because I was sure... <clears throat> <clears throat> and that was the beginning of it, bitch. No, I edit that shit out, because I don't want to hear that bullshit. No, I, I listened <laughs> to it, and I still did a... <clears throat> <clears throat> a couple of them <laughs> have you ever seen that one episode of family guy when the motherfuckers be it's like these two white men right now have their newspapers and one of them do like <clears throat> the other one <clears throat> they, get and they have a goddamn competition <laughs> clearing their throats i've been doing that by myself You've been you've been competing against yourself, I've been friend. Competing against myself. That's what I'm I talking can't. about. Because you your own competition Ooh. at the end of the day. Don't worry about the other bitches. Self-love. You gotta compete against yourself, honey. That's the only competition. The only word that early in the episode. Ugh. Yeah, dropping gems on y'all. Boom, Bam. boom, boom, boom. Self-love. <laughs> um, so how you doing? You you over there holding up with your COVID or you I mean, you I seem mean, to be good. I mean, I was out in these streets, but now I'm locked down. Sit your ass in a goddamn <laughs> room. I'm <laughs> locked the fuck down. I can't. <clears throat> so the only see there you go. See, right look. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so 
it started off with like a little irritation of the throat and I just kept <clears throat> every five minutes. Mm-hmm. That went away. And then... Or did it? It's still know, there. It's still, <laughs> no, but the irritation of the throat is actually gone. I'm it's just home. drainage. Yeah, it's drainage now and I'm okay. just trying to cough it up. So is that... And then it turned into congestion and then... I think my smell kind of went away and then my taste kind of went away. And that was, y'all, it's hard. That was hard for me to like consume because like I was still tasting the saltiness and sweetness of things. However, you can't taste like all the flavors in between what it actually is like the saltiness sweetness tanginess spiciness you can still feel which is it's a good thing because if i just couldn't taste anything at all then Mm -hmm. that would be a definite problem for me i would go crazy probably not having your fat ass yeah (laughs) i've still been like trying to eat bitch you should have saw me in here i was eating potato salt and vinegar potato chips trying to make sure like if I still had my taste buds, trying to eat pickles, bitch, on a lemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <trying> to- <laughs> yeah, so I don't, yeah, my taste buds are gone. I was in denial, but I think I've come to the conclusion at this point because I made me a chicken sausage, egg, and pepper jack breakfast sandwich this morning. And I was for sure this thing was about to be busting. You couldn't taste it. I couldn't taste the damn thing. Mm. No, I couldn't. But I'm whatever. Sorry, I'm in this hotel room until we leave, which is next weekend, and that'll be about ten days. So, I know you're about to lose your shit though. In a ho- really like, you're not even at home right now. You're in a hotel room, which is the most frustrating part. And I know y'all probably thinking, "Well, why you don't get tested?" That's a whole nother fucking story. And if I have to blast some people out. I told you what to do, but hey. But we're not going to get into that. That's a whole different subject. Go ahead and find somebody. Fire that ass up. Some people will lose their jobs if I... You were about to lose your job. You were about to to lose your job. (laughs) Because mess around with me, it'll be a whole bunch of people losing their day. You you know what? You a good one, right? Um, I'm trying to... I'm not dying. Mm, yeah and the the possibility of me having it more than likely is high because apparently i came into contact with someone who was positive Mm -hmm. unbeknownst to me um yeah i had to find out the hard way but anyway i'm just okay you're in a position where you're not at high risk you don't have any other health conditions that make you you know be at high risk so Mm -hmm. i understand why you have done what you've done, but also me just being a little petty Betty. I've girl, no, I've battled that though. <laughs> being here, I literally, I was so because I fought that bitch tooth and nail. Like y'all about to get me a test, yeah, right now, yeah. And girl, anyway, anyway, let's move on. <sighs> Moving on, move on. Um, let's see. I've been doing all right. Um. I am in training right now for some work stuff and um, we're doing like some physical like defense classes. Mm. Bitch. Did you get your ass beat? <laughs> my, my coworker. So 
he's about probably six feet even. And there's some more guys. I'm not only female in the class. And so I really don't feel comfortable partnering like partnering up with other people. Right. So I'm going to partner up with him, right? And we have these little, you know, the little foam, little blocking yeah. things. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I'm up here trying to, first of all, my hand-eye coordination is all screwed up. So when I'm trying to get these punch moves down, like I'm going super slow, making sure I'm punching, elbowing the proper way. So I'm not putting as much um into it. I'm just trying to get the basic movement down. This little fucker, when it's my turn to hold the damn foam thing, he is tearing my ass up. And I'm like (laughs) trying to get like a good stance. And he's athletic. Like he's athletic, six foot white boy. Like, and I'm like, yo, go easy on me. Right. Uh I think this motherfucker mad at me. He got some pent up aggression or something. (laughs) He was whooping my ass. And I'm like, yo, like. Hey, I'm struggling here. Like you are bigger than me. Like, come on. And I'm not a short female. I'm five seven. So I mean, I'm You're not a big bitch. I, first of all, don't come at me like I'm. Some you got some time. reach too. So I got some reach. However, <laughs> like I was not ready, and I'm pretty athletic. Like I, I run occasionally. Like I try to work out, but like he was whooping my ass. Like a bitch gonna have to take some ibuprofen. Maybe take a little Epsom salt bath or something because Chile be sore. And I got to do that shit again for the rest of the week. <sighs> hey, muster up the energy. You got it. Well, a bitch going to be strong after this because hey, fucking around Pedro. with him. Get Pedro. Get no. <laughs> Pedro is my cat. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro got hands while you playing around. That's what I'm saying. Pedro. Listen, don't sleep on Pedro. He getting a little old, but he can still whoop a bitch ass. Okay. anyway okay so y'all heard the song of the week it's called introspection by yumi am i saying it right Uh, girl umi yumi umi yumi you am i you am i you am i pd pop i'm kidding Ooh, bird (laughs) take it back (laughs) Back (laughs) so um you guessed it this week we are going to be talking about our fucking selves mm-hmm. and self-awareness, introspection, looking in, seeing where you at. So friend, question, how self-aware are you? <clears throat> I think, you know, sometimes in the moment, you, you're you not as self-aware. I'm not as, I'll, I'll speak about myself. I'm not as self-aware. In the moment, I'm not. But once I think I get out my feelings and I look back on the situation, that's when I do become more self-aware. So I do, for a person, I do think I'm pretty damn self-aware. Because I think that's most people. In the moment and during situations, you're not seeing it like I'm the problem, right? So when I step back and I look at it and it's like, okay, this is what I could have prevented from this happening to me, or this is how I contributed to the situation. Um, so I think I'm pretty damn self-aware because there are some people who are in it and they take a step back and they're like, uh-uh, nah, it wasn't me. <laughs> I ain't do nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So go ahead. Sorry. I know you're fine. So for me personally, like, I think I'm a pretty self-aware person. Like I'm, and even like 
in those moments, like where you're actually in it, like, I feel like I'm able to, you know, step back and be like, all right, now what the fuck is this shit? Like what's going on really? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so I was watching a Ted talk and Tasha Urich, I'm I'm not sure if she's a doctor. I'm sure she probably is, but she wrote a book um, about introspection and she does this Ted talk and her and her team does this study and she says that 95% of people think that they're self-aware. Really? 95, 90 fucking five. I don't when asked the that. question, are you self-aware? They said that they were self-aware. What number, what percentage of people do you think are actually self-aware? She Well, just ballpark. Yes. I'm gonna say. Somewhere in the fifties, maybe, and that's it's high. That was very high. You were generous, friend, because (laughs) anywhere between ten to fifteen percent of people are actually self aware based on her study. Oh, that was too damn high. (laughs) You were very high, actually. So save you hoes. That's the problem. Exactly. Like people just don't really know how aware of themselves they are. Like. And and like I said, like we could truly fall into this category. And after listening to this TED talk, I think that we do fall into this category. Well, myself speaking, I think that I do fall into the people that are 95% thinking that they are, but they're truly not. Um, it's a really good TED talk. You guys should check it out. I'll see if we can put the link in the notes. But um, what what does self-awareness mean to you? What do you think? When you think of self-aware, what is your definition of it? To me, is being able to. So there's some things that happen in life that that happen to us, and we can't control it or whatever because it's things that other people are like maybe imposing on us or just shit just happens, right? But life. I feel like life. Mm-hmm. But self-awareness is being able to me to be able to step back and see how you could have prevented it from happening or how you contributed to it happening and like not trying to blame other people and like looking within yourself and being like, well, maybe if I would have done things this way, then it wouldn't have happened. And it's not necessarily like blaming yourself, just trying to figure out a different way you could have gone about the situation or something of that sort instead of pointing the fingers at everybody else because the only person you can control is yourself. So instead of trying to figure out what this person did to you or how or what this thing could have, I don't know, done to you, like you just sit back and be like, well, I could have prevented it from happening if I would have not done this or if I mm-hmm. would have done this or something of that sense is not put pointing the fingers at everybody else or everything else but like pointing it back at yourself because the only person you can control is yourself so that's yeah. absolutely so <clears throat> I'm just like doing a little summary here I'm not going verbatim for what mm-hmm. um Tasha said mm-hmm. um the ability to see ourselves clearly and then how others see us and how we fit into the world. So it's basically kind of how she summed it up. So 
how I see myself is like, I see myself as a very understanding, open-minded person. How do you see yourself? I know the same way, but now going through life, I do feel like people, some people, because I get different, I get different types of opinions of how people think of me. I do think people see me as like this free spirited person, this strong person, this person that is sure of herself. But then on the other hand, I do think people see me as like a judgmental person and um, cold hearted um, kind of. And so I feel like those are two like cold bitch. You cold bitch. Cold blooded. (laughs) So I I get those opposing views of me from different people. And so how I see myself, of course, is gonna be the more positive side. But then the more I, I like hear the other the opposite side, I'm like, well shit. Am I being judgmental? And I start second guessing myself and then I kind of withhold because I'm like, no, no, no. I don't want them to think I'm judging them. And like that affects my self-esteem a lot, like and how I connect with people for sure. Like because I don't want to be viewed as judgmental because that's not what I'm that's not what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be more of like I care for you. I just want you to see it this way instead. But my viewpoint, of course, is not always the best way, but I do feel like I have a fair and logical viewpoint. But <clears throat> yeah, to me, like I just so it really irks me when I see people move throughout their daily whatever their daily life, and they don't realize how their actions impact someone else. Like, and it can be a stranger not putting on their blinker and cutting you off. Bitch! Like, and, and it just, to me, those things are just very inconsiderate and very unaware. And it can be the simplest thing, but it means a lot because by not putting on your blinker and just cutting someone off, you can cause an accident, you know? But if you would just take the moment to check your rear view, put on your blinker, maybe wait for the car to move forward and not actually cut them off or whatever the case is. Like to me, that's like the, the basic, like fundamental steps to being self-aware. And some people simply don't have it. And if they do have it, they just don't give a fuck about who's behind them and just say, fuck it. I'm going to do what I want to do anyway, because bitch, I got to get over and like, we'll cut you off, may cause an accident or whatever the case. Um, you might test your brakes that day to see how really good they are. You know, <laughs> like those are the I am who I am people. And they just got sell me for who I am. That's uh-uh. how I feel like those. That's not are. how that works. <laughs> it really is not very inconsiderate, rude, not thinking about the second, third and after effects of how your decisions are going to affect other people because you're selfish. And there's a good selfish, there's a bad selfish. That's a bad selfish. I agree with you. I agree. And like you said, there there are both. And I I don't think that selfishness is always a bad thing. But when it jeopardizes someone else's well-being, I think that's when it becomes like, all right, bitch, now maybe you need to weigh your pros, your cons here, you know? Um, So moving on, um, where does self-awareness come from? 
Where do you think it comes from? Uh, I think it, I don't think we're naturally born with it. I think we just have to go through some things sometimes. You think it's just like a personal trait? You think it's how you raised? You think it's yeah, your, I like, think what is it? Sometimes it is how you're raised and you, it has to be instilled in you. I do think that, well, I'm not going to say it has to be instilled, instilled in you because I don't think it was necessarily instilled in me however I think my life experiences allowed me to go through some things and then later on in life I think I became self-aware um or it's like an innate trait you were just born with it like you just you are that person like I'm not saying anyone's self-aware 100% of the time because if you are you would be fucking perfect and no one's that so I do think I've kind of been self-aware my whole life in the sense of, of course, not 100% of the time, but not blaming others for the things that have happened to me. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with like, I don't know how you were brought up. And and I'm I'm sure that's not a hundred percent like it can be right because when you think about it like you and I we're only children we're raised in like a, a only child household even though you have siblings but you would think that people like us who are only children and didn't have to share as much and didn't have to you know make certain compromises that people with siblings have to make you would think that we would be less self aware right mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you would think that while we are brats and we are spoiled to a certain extent, like you would think that people like us would be less aware of what the fuck's going on around us, how we impact people, because we didn't have to growing up. We, we as kids, we, we just didn't have that other sibling that we had to think about that community. Yeah. Whereas like we're actually, and, and I don't want to say that we're by any means, we're not perfect. We're flawed, but for the most part, we are very aware. Like I always take, other people into consideration before I make a move because I don't, I, I just, I'm always cautious of that. I'm always aware of it. So like, I don't know if it's necessarily like the environment that you were raised in or what type of values you may have. I, I don't know exactly where it comes from. Well, maybe <clears throat> it just comes from life and going through things and Shit, maybe being a single or only <laughs> child is the best way to become self-aware. Shit, maybe because know. we have trouble making friends, or right. like, and we just want to make good impressions, or whatever the case. Where if you got siblings, you like fuck this shit, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. It, it could have something to do with like your your cultural, like your your social. Like if you were rich, if you were poor, like yeah, I don't know. Like it, I'm sure there's tons of things that play into that. Yeah, a multitude of things could. Uh, and like mold your self awareness, but no one knows. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, why do we need to be self aware? Oh, I think being self aware. Honestly, I think it makes life easier because it makes to me it makes you a better person. Like, being self-aware 
you are able to, um, how do I explain this? Being so, simple, go ahead. And sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Go ahead. But, um, so in the TED talk, um, Tasha Urich stated that people who are self-aware are more fulfilled. They have better relationships. Mm. They're less likely to steal and lie. And And that they have um, better professional careers. Like they are usually able to promote. um, They are good leaders and and stuff like that. So needless to say. I need to go back on the steal (laughs) and lie part because I don't understand how being self-aware makes you steal and lie. I mean, I guess you can see like how your lies may affect somebody or stealing what that might do in the long run. I don't know. I don't have sticky fingers. I don't steal and I might tell a lie, but I shit. mean, when I was <laughs> younger, I would like grab things, but like oh, bitch, you had sticky fingers? When I was like, you know, teen, I don't know. Um, you can't here and tell me you ain't never grabbed a pack of candy. So I used to I like do. them the nails. I steal nails from Sally's bitch. Bitch, as much as I've known, like I've known you damn near my entire life, and I did not know your little ass had sticky fingers, you little fucking thief. What? Oh I have one story where me and my cousin, like, oh my goodness, me and my cousin Bakari, you know Bakari. Yeah. Okay, so me and my cousin Bakari, we go, I think we're in like books a million or some shit like that oh my gosh <laughs> bitch you out here stealing books no, bitch. oh shit we're in books a millions with kim we were like maybe seven eight and you know those little like slippery toys that you would like it was like a like a it almost looks like a egg roll <laughs> Nasty bitch. and it was like a little rubber like egg roll and you could squeeze it and it would like slip through your hands nasty and it had like water on the inside you know what and they will put like glitter and toys and shit in it you know what i'm talking about right sure you don't know what i'm talking about anyway it was like little knickknack toys and i remember stealing one and the people fucking caught us and we were walking (laughs) and we were walking out and me and bakari got caught stealing i don't even know what he took i just remember that vaguely because it was like this little blue and it looks like a penis like not That's what I'm saying. You nasty <laughs> bitch. Like a, bitch. I was a kid. I ain't know nothing about that. Okay. Shit, I did. Subconsciously, maybe I did. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> and you would like squeeze it and it would slip. I'm sure people know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not making this shit up. I'm going to Google that shit and figure out what it is. But I yeah, we got caught and we got in trouble for <laughs> stealing that shit. All right. You're sitting here anyway. trying to make me seem like the bad guy. But that was like one of the few times that I can remember still. Bitch, I didn't say I did it a lot. I'm just saying it has happened before in the past. Well, I'm happy you become self-aware and your ass don't steal no more. I don't steal. (laughs) And everybody fucking lies. Like a little, little, everybody lies. You cannot sit here and tell me, yeah, that you don't lie. Everybody lies. You're a bad liar, friend. I'm a horrible liar. If you catch me in a lie, bitch, you got me. I don't know. <laughs> you cannot oh lie. Yeah, so don't ask me to lie for you because I'm not that bitch. Mm. Mm. I'm actually a good liar, Are and you? I'm I don't know if that's a good thing. Exactly, <laughs> but I can actually, for the most part, in the moment, 
I can probably get away with some shit. That's some now shit. whether or not I can keep up with the lie Mm-mm. is where we get, you know. <laughs> the way my brain set up, bitch, I ain't gonna remember nothing. And that's why that's why you're not a good liar, because you don't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> we all the way off here. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I I just needed to know why being self-aware made you a good still. The scientists just said that during their study, they found out that people that were more self-aware are less likely to steal and lie. Well, and honestly, I don't want to be around a thief or a liar. I'm not that. That's my biggest pet peeve, a motherfucking liar. I don't lie because I know I'm not good at it. (laughs) And even if you are good at it, you still shouldn't fucking lie. You shouldn't, but I'm letting you know I'm not good at it. So I don't do it, which is why I hate a motherfucker (laughs) that does it. It's like, come on, bruh. Like, don't just, just be real with me. Yes. Okay. So, how do we become more self-aware? How do we continue to grow and better ourselves by being more aware of our actions and not just how they impact others, but how they affect us? Because one of the things, like, when you're unself-aware, you just don't know what the fuck. You repeat cycles. You you do the same shit over and over again. Like you make the same mistakes over and over again. And you like, why does this keep happening to me? Why do I keep doing X, Y, Z? Why do I keep attracting the same type of people? Why do I keep, you know, letting myself down? Why am I not consistent? Why am I blah, blah, blah? And this all comes with self-awareness. So how do we get to the point where we a recognize the problem and b are able to fix the problem so like i said before the only person you can change is yourself you can't be in situations and thinking that you can change other people or prevent them from doing things to you what you can do is stop yourself from allowing them to do things to you by removing yourself from situations, by creating boundaries for situa- for people. Um, and I think that's one of the main things is when we stop and if something happens to us and be like, well, shit, how did we even get here? How did I allow me to get here back in this situation? Because I'm sure it's probably happened more than once, right? Which is why, like, you're like, oh, fuck. Why is this happening again, right? So stopping and being like, okay, how did I allow myself to get back in this situation? Like, what traits that they possess that I bypassed because I was being too nice or or whatever the case is, and I allowed them to treat me this way? So I think that's one of the ways we can become more self-aware is stop blaming other people and <clears throat> and and to step back and be like okay create healthy boundaries and stuff like that and take some of the responsibility yeah. like you you have to hold yourself accountable in certain situations where you don't want to be the person that's always blaming someone else for your problems, like yeah. having that victim mentality. Well, they did this to me, so I was unable to do X, Y, Z, whatever. Like, nah. What you like, do, yeah, so? they did that shit to you, but you could have kept it moving. You know, <laughs> like you could have kept on going. 
how did we get here? You. Exactly. <laughs> so one of the things that really stood out to me during this TED Talk um, was the fact that she said too much introspection may cause negative effects. Hmm. Meaning that, yes, you can go within and reflect and look on certain things. However, if you stay in that space too long, it can cause things like depression and guilt and shame and all these uh, other things. I can see that. Meaning, <laughs> so one of the examples that she said was a study that was done on widows and people whose spouses have passed away and studies found that, you know, staying in that moment and reflecting on it for a month, they ended up in a better place, but staying stuck and reflecting and grieving in that place for a year. And they were more depressed, more unhappy, more, you know? So I guess what I'm trying to say is like, how long do you stay in that space of asking why this and reflecting on bad situations. So I don't think, so I think introspection, like everything in life is all about balance, right? Mm -hmm. And when I say like step back and looking and trying to figure out like, how did you contribute to the situation? Sometimes everything ain't your goddamn fault, right? right? So when I say step back and look at, look at it, it's, more so, sometimes it's not like what you did to contribute to the situation is how you allowed that person's negative behavior affect you. And that's not anything you did besides just be a nice person, right? But it's their negative behavior that you allowed into your space or whatever. Um, but how long do you stay in that? I, I feel like it's dependent upon every situation. Honestly, for myself, I give myself and my friends, which I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not allowed to create your kind of boundary, like for how long you're supposed to grieve and be in, in a situation. But for my sanity, I give you about a week because if you're going to keep coming to me with some shit, I give you about a week to stay in this little space that, that you're punk. in. That this little, yeah. <laughs> but there's this thing that I called, um, I was what was it? I was listening to a speaker talk and he was like, you have to, what is it? Feel, heal, and then deal. So feel the emotions that you feel. If you're angry, feel them. If you're sad, feel them. If you're happy, feel them. Right. Mm -hmm. Then you need to heal. Is it heal? Is it feel, heal, deal, or feel, deal, heal? Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember which order it goes in. Fuck. Either way, so heal from the situation uh, that you were going through and then like deal, deal with it. So maybe it's deal with it. Yeah. yeah. So deal with it, like fix it. Yeah. And then heal. I get it. That, that makes sense. I, That's actually, yeah. it sounds good. It sounds like like a good process to, to go through a traumatic situation, you know? Right. But I just hear so many people say, oh, there's no amount of time to heal. And like, I like I get that. Like there there will be certain things that will reopen wounds and like you'll feel them or whatever. But like if you stay in that shit, 
I don't know. That's just very depressing for me. Life goes on and I hate to sound so, I don't know. Insensitive because it does come across that way. It comes across as being insensitive when that's not the case. It's just how do we get out of this place of hurt? Yeah. How do we move past that? Yeah. You have to in order to be happy. I feel like in order to be happy, you have to, unless you want to stay in that phone. And in that case, baby, you got to stay there by yourself. And there's a lot of people that like that. It's a lot of people that like to be in that state of hurt and pain and poor me because you get attention that way. It helps you feel better, whatever the case may be. And that's a whole nother episode if you ask me. Yeah. (laughs) One of the things that she said to to kind of fix this issue with getting stuck just introspecting and because for example if you have a breakup and you keep reliving that breakup and the argument that happened that led to that breakup over and over again at some point you just keep asking yourself why did this happen why did this happen you're going to create this like false reality of Mm -hmm. what actually happened versus looking at yourself and what you can do to improve yourself so instead of asking why this why that ask what yeah what can I do to prevent this from happening again what can I do to make myself better and versus like looking at yourself in a negative way you create a solution Mm -hmm. and asking just simply changing the the why question into a what question can change the way that you view it. It can change the way that you view yourself and it can actually get you to a place where you're not stuck in this rut. Yeah. I mean, I do think you can ask the why, but like with the why you need to follow it up with the, what can I do to fix that? Exactly. So it's okay to look within and look at yourself. It's the difference of, looking at yourself from a different point of view and actually knowing yourself Mm -hmm. and the what is what allows you to know yourself and how to move past the, the why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and another one to just be more self-aware is to be mindful, to practice mindfulness. So many people just go through their day on idle pilot. Just, so yes, just be mindful, be mindful of yourself be mindful of how you impact others. And another thing is don't be so hard on yourself. I think a lot of times, like when you do get in a space where you are self-reflecting and just kind of looking back on situations that people tend to be, at at least from myself speaking, I tend to be very hard on myself Um, just because I know what I'm capable of. And when I don't necessarily meet whatever requirement, I can be very tough on myself. So just give yourself grace and understand that you are human. You are going to make mistakes and that's okay. That's part of the journey, but just being able to recognize certain traits and fix them is the whole point of being self-aware. So that way you're always in a space where you're growing. You never want to be in a space where you just are stuck. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's that's the whole point of being self-aware so that you can continue to grow. You can continue to better your relationships. You can t- continue just to be a better person. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Stop, stop looking to other people, which is why I say, like, the only person you can change is yourself. 
Stop looking to change other people. It's not you can't. Happen. You cannot. <laughs> they can change when they want to change. Mm-hmm. And that is not for you to enforce upon them. If they can't change with you, then maybe you need to set some boundaries. If 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 they're delay or it maybe not even delay. I don't want to use that word because everybody's on their own journey. People right. grow at the pace that they're supposed to grow. But if you have outgrown a person or a situation, mm-hmm. know that it is okay to set boundaries until that person or situation can meet your standards. Mm-hmm. If it can't, then you have to be okay with the fact that you've just outgrown this person or situation and just move forward. Not to say that there's any love loss. Right. It's just that it's not for you at this point in your journey. And that's with anybody. That's with family, friends, Mm -hmm. dogs, houses, (laughs) (laughs) any kind of relationship. That's with everybody. Even a job. Yes. Even a job, if you've outgrown a career that you're in and it just does not suit your needs, you have to move on. Like it can literally be anything, but just having that awareness again to know that this is not fulfilling, this is not serving me anymore. So that way you can move past it and and continue to grow. Because if not, and you stay in that situation, you get stuck, you don't grow and you live an unfulfilled, unhappy life. That's not it. Amen. Amen. Anything else? That's all I got to say, bitch. Well, that was this week's episode. (laughs) Got another one down, bitch. We almost, uh, no, we not almost done. I was about to say, we almost done with season one, but we really, we got a few more episodes. episodes. All right, that's it. See you guys next time. All right, bye. I'm waiting for you to say bye. Bye. Bye.